Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast. There are no, there is no dissent in our ranks. There's going to be no splits or anything like that. Don't worry. I'm Rory Fallow, reunited with Matthew Keelan. Right. Well, just like you know, the elephant in the room that I've been banned from broadcasting <laughs> for a few days for uh, going to see Joe Royal. Um, I did not go to see Joe Royal as much as I would love to go and see Joe Royal. I was simply. <laughs> I was simply at work with my hilarious friend here, so it would be very <laughs> funny to banish me from broadcasting until today. Um, so no, no, no drama, no, uh, no rules being broken. I was simply working, slaving away, <laughs> earning a crust, earning a crust, putting food on the on the table, <laughs> just putting food Lovely. on the table, darling. <laughs> Well, Sunderland only put a point on the table today after a 2-2 draw with MK Dons. Um, a bit of a different vibe, I think, Matthew, is in the immediate aftermath to last week's 2-2 draw with Gillingham, where we were quite despondent and quite fuming, um, although it was very frustrating. And we gave away two soft goals. There's no getting away from that, but... For the first time in quite a while, we did look quite good going forward, mm. didn't we? This is, even though it's a poor result, this is the first time I've came away from a poor result. And I think there's more, there's quite a few positives to take, isn't there? Now, that's not being too happy, Clapper, is it? No, I agree. Which is, coming from me, is quite something this season. I enjoyed it. I felt I was actually, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll have read, you'll have, you'll have read that I've been quite disengaged with it all and felt like I didn't really care and I was it felt today a bit different though I don't know why really um but I just felt more sort of involved in it and I enjoyed it weirdly and I I'm annoyed that we haven't won the game but I'm I'm actually not annoyed because I seem to have got something back that it's been lacking and I, I think this is the first time that we've not won a game but we've I've thought well that was better than it was under Parkinson massively so yeah the the Lee Johnson performances like when we've had poor results we have said that wasn't really any different under Parkinson even with a lot of the wins actually so let's be fair today don't think you can really put too much on the on the manager maybe some team selection um, which we'll get into further into the pod but you look at the goals we conceded which were you know, quite poor from a, f- a few individuals, and the manager's probably looking at that, saying, "Well, 
if you know no one's Martin Cameron Jerome for him to stick his leg out there and you know Lee Burge makes two really good saves mm. and his defenders are nowhere to, to get rid of them but the attacking play today was really good and I think that's certainly from my own perspective that's why I felt that little bit more invested and did actually quite enjoy the game because even as the game went on, like, you know, the last kick of the game <laughs> virtually was Aidan McGeady uh, should have won it for us. And if there's one man, Matthew, who you wanted that chance to fall to, it was him. And he just he just couldn't seem to get his, get his shot away properly. He seemed to think about it a bit too much, didn't he? Yeah, it was strange. Um, I was watching it and sort of like on the edge, literally on the edge of his city. So yeah. hit it, just hit it. I, I thought if he'd have, I thought he should have taken, taken a touch and hit it. The chance, as soon as he came inside, it had gone. And then when he did the the little fake to try and make a bit more room, then they all got back and, and blocked it. It was a shame, but it felt like... I think that's one of them where if you hit the match, you, you're jumping up, you're bouncing up and down, like waiting for him to hit it. And like, yes, yes, yeah. completely, yeah. Fucking like, hit um, it. Like, like you're an kicking the ball of, yourself, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it felt like... I think it was things, there were a couple of things... A couple of the breaks we got a day made it feel like that, like go like gasps and like yes. oh god, it felt it was a good game actually. It was yeah, a proper, it was a, like a proper this. like a bit of you know clogging and some terrible tackles and uh, you know a bit of shithousery, shall we say, from their yes. their uh, coaches. And you know, fair play like them trying to get us sent players sent off and that you love to see it. Uh, yeah, terrible referee and decision. We should have had a bit of Stonewall penalty turned out. Yeah, that one with the the handball, the header from yeah. I think it was Aidan O'Brien, wasn't it? Um, yeah. At first, I thought as the referee, is he maybe not sure because he didn't seem to. I don't know if the camera just didn't catch us. Um, sound like Frankie, you know, relying yeah. on the AFL cameraman as he always likes to say. Yeah. But I, I wasn't sure if he maybe just hadn't quite saw it, oh, so he didn't rule it out. But like it was right in front of him. Huh? Like how can we? We got a penalty for that. Was it against Ipswich? I think where we got a really similar penalty earlier in the oh, season, yeah, 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 yeah. at home. Um, so you know, you, you would have thought it would have been given, but it kind of balanced out. Maybe um, Luke or Nine could have got that second yellow. I think Nine yeah. was clever. He, he was pulling out straight away as if to say, "I'm trying to get out the way." So that's maybe how he got away with it. And he yeah. was sharp taken off, wasn't he? But yeah. he, he was a very League One referee, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Referee was terrible. Um, just a couple of things. I think he got the one for White right, though. I, I think White just dove. Um, oh, yeah, he was correct. Um, at, first, at first, I thought penalty, but on the yeah, replay, he was spot on. Uh, yeah, but he was, he was, he was dreadful, the referee. Um, just saying we get basic things wrong, like the advantage we had, where actually where power nearly... Um, I was going to say, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, if that had gone in, well, I think, you know... I think, like, oh, uh, it was... All Fuming social distancing rules in Sunderland would have gone out the window <laughs> as everybody just meets outside. Of, All the pubs would have reopened. Yeah. But yeah, we would have uh, hate. Well, I did hate them for not um, playing that advantage. But if it led to Max Power putting the quick thinking, to be fair, it was a got good the idea as well. The referee. Well, yeah, true. Actually, um, it was a good what? idea. It was a good idea. 
After 60 minutes, maybe, shall we say. <laughs> Not in the 93rd, but fair play. You can't, like, have a go. Like, you can't. It was pretty close as well, to be fair. It wasn't too far it away. It was, right? But I said this, because um, I was I, I was watching the game with my dad, because, as I said, I, I live on my own, so it's my social bubble before anyone, you know, gets annoyed. No, it was um, me. Live on my own, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That means you, <laughs> oh, smart. It means you can actually see more people. <laughs> All <minute>. right. <laughs> But what I said to my dad was, actually, should power not have hit the target? It was a guilt. I mean, them chances don't come along and present themselves off me. Like, Guilt-edged opportunities, like, from the halfway line, so... Like, I'm not I know what you mean. Power. I do know what you mean. I'm not, I'm not saying he should have... It sounds totally no, ridiculous. I know what you mean. But, like, if you gave a football the chance to just hit the target, even if it yeah. rolled in really meekly, yeah. like, I was thinking, well, should that... Have- yeah, but if it rolled in really meekly, then it wouldn't have gone in, would it? Because the keeper would have just... Yeah, he might. He had to like he... arrow it in the leg to get it over the. Yes, but... fair point. I know. Point. What, I do that... know what I do know what you mean. It's like when you see them doing the crossbar challenge and they hit like the corner flag. You know, like, well, yes, yes. You, you should be at least sort of in the, in the ball sort park. of goal area. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I do know what you mean. But like, he had to get it at a certain trajectory, I, I guess. To fair enough, that to, is a good point. To make it sail over the logic again, obviously yeah. from myself here. Yeah, I know. What's happening to you? I don't know. <laughs> it's, I don't, it's really I, weird. It, I don't really like it. I don't like it. It's because I've only had one beer. Oh, okay. Well, well, you know, keep an eye on your tweet, maybe, and we'll get some uh, more <laughs> ridiculous opinions. But maybe the keep would have scrambled back, you know, like Steve Harper when he got caught out by Xabi Alonso. Oh, that was yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Hey, anyway, I have on that pitch as well, to be fair. Well, yeah, that, that was nearly was... as bad as the other Wimbledon's pitch we played on a few weeks. <laughs> well, it was improved from MK Don's pitch on Tuesday night, to be fair. So we'll was give it? them that, for, say that for sorting it out in time. Um, we mentioned the the forward player, another goal for Charlie White today, and, and a good performance again. He the all round stuff. Like since the turn of the year, he's really improved the the hold up, winning mm. fouls, or getting given fouls Clever. rather. Yeah. Not um, giving away silly ones himself. Yeah, he as stopped well, that, which was really frustrating because, sort of, this time last year or even at the beginning of the season, you knew that if a defender had the ball in the corner and you saw Wake going to close him down, it was like, right, well, there's a free kick coming here because he'll just push, he'll just barge him over. Yeah, um, he was good. He should have, he should have had a couple of goals. Or he's got to hit the target for me. He makes it, he makes it himself. Yeah. He does make the space almost himself and. He was unlucky with the one the keeper saved. But yeah, with that one, he, he did kind of create it himself, but the one he blazed He's got to hit the target, really, especially does. the form he's in and, and that. Um, so but isn't it nice to be talking about Charlie Wyke in that vein of oh. he should be maybe doing better there rather than, like, you know, he's not scored for six games. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. nice to have that level of expectation. No, it is. Now, no, it is. And, you know, the run he made was so clever. It was. Um, like it was one of them where I was like, "Is, is the flat? How, how is he still on side here?" Yeah. But it was all for himself, and a lovely finish tucked away, and a good ball through from Aidan McGeady, who I thought since his reintroduction actually today, despite that miss, and he actually had that one a few minutes before, didn't he? From the, the sort of tight angle way, probably did he all he could do. It a little bit, okay. yeah. Like those two, like if they could fault <laughs> anyone, do you know what I mean? Like it's I so frustrating, that, but yeah, it was. I thought it was since you know maybe with the exception of the Lincoln game, 
But actually, I think he played better today, bizarrely, than he did. He was central to everything. Mm. He never wasted the ball. You know, even that one that he looped in for um, power to put over the bar in the first half, every oh, single yeah, thing that was he a did. as well. Yeah. yeah, everything he did was dangerous, though, wasn't it? He was good. He, he was really good. He was, it was like watching him in the, in the first season down here we had. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when he, we, we had games like, um, off the top of my head, I can't. <laughs> Comparable, like, like the Czech trade final, like just taking it mm-hmm. and taking mm-hmm. it by the scruff and, and kind of hauling people forward with just his momentum and his ability takes sort of three players out of the game. Um, Bizarrely, you mentioned the Czech trade. It's very similar. The goal he scored, the equaliser, yeah. to the chance he had at the end. Yeah, he was almost yeah. trying to do the same sort of thing, wasn't yeah. he? I hadn't thought of that until you put the idea in my head. Well, I will do that, Rory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I thought he was really good. And I, I think um, it's definitely his best. He was all right last week, to be fair, against Gillingham. He did okay. He obviously got he the did, goal he and he won the penalty. Um, but I think he's definitely, you're seeing now that he's, because he hasn't really played, he had them few games for Charlton, but he'd not played really for a year. Yeah. Um, so you're seeing now the benefit of him being, it's absolutely mental that Parkinson didn't play him. Yeah. The like, more you see him coming back into the team and at his age as well, he's gonna he, he's gonna take a bit more time to get back into mm-hmm. like the swing. It's fair play to him, to be honest, you know. But it was a it, I, we I didn't see him playing for us again. Absolutely um, no, exactly. And it he could quite he could have quite easily, you know, when he wasn't playing gone out of shape he's obviously kept himself in good nick and I know there's the whole well that's the least he should do because he's a professional footballer and he's played and yes that's true but it can't be easy when you just basically it's like turning up at work every day and the boss going can you well you can just sit downstairs on your own and do your work yeah especially over the last 12 months as well exactly it being so, hard to keep yourself fit I, like, I'm pleased for him in a way. Like it's weird that this has turned into like a heap in prison Aidan McGeady when he should have won the fucking game in the last minute. But, um, <laughs> so, well, write him off then. Go on. I, I, he should never play for us again. <laughs> no, I think I think I thought he was great, and I'm not going to hold. I, you know what? I'm not even going to hold that against him because I've had well, a nice time watching this. Well, yeah, exactly. And you know, he the reason that we. You know, that game was quite engaging and had you on the edge of the seat was because of him. And, and bless him, actually, at the end of the game where the camera was sort of like panning round, he came back into shot and he looked devastated about right. missing that chance. And good. <laughs> but he is, he's the type of player who I think will channel, he's not one who who's going to dwell on that. He's going to no, channel no. that and be like, right, next time that ends up at the back of the net. And you'd, you would hope that he'll turn that into a really good performance. Who do we play um, next? It's Shrewsbury on, on Tuesday night, I believe. Oh, smart. Is another it, midweek game. Oh, there's some Yeah, do, another, I think there's midweek games from now until until the end of time, to be honest. Uh, I might um, watch this one. <laughs> it's a league game, this, Matthew. You just, you just tend to reject the Papa John's. Yes, no, I don't Shrewsbury. reject it. I don't reject it. I, uh, I just, I just like, it costs £10. And it's not on BT Sport. It's not on BT Sport, you know. Like, well, actually, the finals on, uh, the semi-finals on Sky. So oh, I'm definitely know. watching now. Yeah, this is the priority. We did year. get the most important win of the week against Milton Keynes anyway. Well, exactly. You know, five goals against them in, in, in against one week. The, That's a team like this. I mean, you know. I know, it's, uh, it's not to be... 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Sniffed us. Um, one of those goals massively helped by Aidan O'Brien as well. I thought he did fade a little bit, but brilliant in the build-up for Charlie Wyke's goal, the way he took the ball down and laid it off. Again, just showing his importance to the team, which he was a bit quieter against Gillingham, so that was nice to see. And nice to see Lyndon Gooch getting um, just over an hour. Mm. He took him away. He, he did look like someone who's not played a lot of football yeah. recently, but he was never hiding. He was similar to what like to, to Jack Diamond, never hides, always offering, and always looking a threat like the way he runs at the ball and Maybe, you know, that's why today was so, from an attacking point of view, so good. You had four players up front there, especially with the form Wikes in as well, who would just walk into any other team in this division. You've got Chris Maguire, Jordan Jones to bring on behind that. Like, we, we touched on this on Thursday, but it, it really underlines our depth, doesn't it, Matthew? And hopefully we keep these players fit and we cut out some of those mistakes, which we will get to, I'm sure. <clears throat> and we will just be able to outscore teams because Johnson looks like he wants us to be quite attacking, doesn't he? And quite open. Yeah, I think we saw, well, we've turned the, the humble 1-1 into a, into a thrilling 2-2, I know. Um, but we we do look a lot better going forward. Um, and I, I do hope that it, it's the way he wants to play because it's just much better to watch when we're mm-hmm. trying to score goals against these, you know, no, Milton Keynes are all right, actually. To be honest, I think they, you know, they beat us at home, and I think they're a decent side when they when they get on the ball. And Cameron They've got Jerome, style, haven't they? And Cameron Jerome is like, considering he's thirty five, is he? I mean, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's, well, yeah, you compare him with Danny Graham. Like, like, he's just he's in really good, Nick, and he's quick. His pace, yeah. Is like, um, so, I think they're a decent side, but. It'd be nice to see this sort of performance against, like, Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury mm. aren't a good team. No. Um, and we've just played... You've just played them, haven't we, like, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, that's, uh, I think... This is weird. This, um, this season all over, yeah. isn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But, yeah, the, the, there was some good stuff in there. There was... A few players took a while to, to grow into the game, I thought. I thought Grant Ledbetter was Ugh. very poor in the first half. But second half... He was a totally different player. Yeah. He was his usual self. He was getting on the ball and he was moving it along nicely. And all nine was kind of similar as well. I thought he was quite poor for their um, second goal. He got beaten very easily over on the left-hand side. Yeah. But he was a pest in the in the second half and, and did really well for his goal, actually. Really good awareness to get that under control and nice finish as well, wasn't it? It was. Well, I, I actually... I, I saw the... 
I saw both of the goals in the highlights because on the anniversary almost of me missing all four goals at Crystal Palace, <laughs> I went to the toilet for the first goal and I went to get a beer when 0-9 scored, so I missed them both. I mean, like, the first goal was less than five minutes in. No. Like, did you not have just gone just no, before kick No, I'd been, off? like, sorting. I'd been tidying. Actually, Betty, if you listen to this, I've tidied the whole house. <laughs> and oh, well, husband points work, for you. Right, I know. Um, so was like, but if I was like, if I'm going to do it before the game, then I can just sit after and have beer and you know yeah, yeah. some ming and kebab later. Um, smart, oh smart. Uh, so <laughs> I was, uh, I sat down. I was like, oh, I need a piss now. So, <laughs> so I went. You got your bottle out, and I just heard Frankie go, and Charlie White has scored. <laughs> Good Frankie like, impression. Oh, that as well. shit. <laughs> well, I wasn't like I was like, oh no! But that's what happens when you miss a goal. You do get your first instinct is to be annoyed because you're like, oh, I've missed it, and then it's like, oh, well, good, but like, and then, oh, yeah. how and then I was in the, you're angry like, at yourself. I was, I, I was disappointed in myself, and then I went for a beer, and obviously, you know, the layout of my house. I was at the fridge. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. And I just heard, oh, look, oh, nine. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, there's he, there's he scored. So there's that. That's that then. So yeah, I should have just, just sat in the kitchen. I was going to say, yeah, and just listen to it. Just turn the volume up so you can hear Frankie shouting when we've, <laughs> when we've scored. Um, there was a couple of, well, a debut and a, and a league debut today as well. We had uh, Vulcans starting at left back. Another mm. one who, funny performance, I thought defensively a bit suspect at times, but I thought he did he did show some flashes, mainly going forward and... Maybe looked a bit a bit naive, like someone who, to be fair, just hasn't played a lot of first team football, which is what he's here to get. So hope I don't know what did you think of his performance? Is there maybe some deficiencies that hopefully will get ironed out over the coming over the coming weeks? Because um, if McFadden's out, he's going to be playing, isn't he? Well, I'd rather have him than I'd rather have him playing than than McFadden. Um I think the deficiencies he's got, though, I think they're not going to be ironed out while he's here. I think he'll learn here, which is why Southampton have sent him here. Yeah. Um, and I think he'll probably take what he does wrong on board, developing his his career after he's after he's left. Uh, I think he'll be okay. I think he was. I don't think he was very. If I'm honest, I don't think he was very good. But it's his first game. Yeah. Know? So I'm not going to write. I'm writing them off. We should we should send them back. Yeah, I was going to say you checked yourself there because you said I'm not going to write them off, I'm and then you decided you remembered. I just like I just I I would just play Sand. I'd rather play Sanderson there. He did look all right when he came on. Sanderson, he's he just shows a bit. You know, when you I know Sanderson has played in the championship. He's a bit. He's got a bit more, a little bit more experience because Vaughan's has had some games for Southampton and such. But Sanderson does look a bit. Classier, doesn't he? The way he carries the ball, and yeah, I guess I guess to be fair, Sanderson's a centre half or a right back as well, so left back is quite out of position for him. Whereas Vaughan's is a natural left back, so I, I think he will persist with him. But we, you, no, you're I, right, we, we need I, to see a bit more. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, he's going to play there. He's better than well, McFadden's injured anyway, but he's better than him. Um, yeah, he, got, so he, he has he's to be terrible. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, if you you know, I don't, I don't really care anyway. <laughs> well, let's <laughs> hope so. What about Jordan Jones? Um, yeah. I thought his crossing at times is a bit suspect, but I like his movement and the way he runs with the ball. He, he made a really good run where where he eventually got like totally scythed down. Oh, but yeah. 
the actually he, he put the he did the nice cute little ball to um, McGeady, good composure for that for when the the one way he had from the angle yeah. that he sort of sliced. I think that was him who, who laid that off. Um, but I do like his movement. I bet he, he will be awkward for defenders. I think I actually watching him, I thought. Denver Hume would look really good with you because he'd yes. be opening so much space for the overlaps and maybe we'll see that from Vaughan's but he's, he put three crosses in I think which didn't really get anywhere um, but to be fair quite unlucky not a score when um, Wyke sort of maybe dived for that penalty and he, and he put oh, the yeah, ball that on top from a tight actually. angle the, the so, well, not, not an amazing performance but I, th- I think there's some promise there with him as well when you couple with what he showed on, on Tuesday night as well uh, yeah, he was all right. Um, he's bright. He's positive. Yeah, the, the, I agree. The crossing, the cro- we, we need to talk about the crossing. Um, it's very bad, <laughs> Ted. Um, sailing over everybody. Um, yeah. A lot. To be honest, though, a lot of the crossing today was put power put in a couple of great balls. Um, yeah, one in the, the second, one right in the second in. half. But all of the corners that Ledbetter took were just rubbish. Yes, there were. Like, yeah, we had about were. ten corners, and they were just all just wasted. Like one of them just missed everybody and just went straight out for a goal kick. There was one that he put to the near post where I think Cameron Jerome actually dealt with this, and that was the only one that I can yeah. remember looking like, looking threatening. So that we need to do something better than like sometimes if you haven't you know loads of corners, it's clear it's not working with one taker. Switch it off a bit, put someone yeah. else on him, put Burge on him. <laughs> Why not? It'd be funny. Oh, and funny. put um, who do you, who do you have covering in goal? While, uh, um... Well, probably um, probably Charlie White. I think I was thinking Charlie White as well. You could see Charlie White if like the keeper got yeah. sent off. Yeah. You've ran out because he'd think it would be funny, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would. He'd think it was a laugh. Or power actually, and see <laughs> yeah, power, power taking power. responsibility. Yeah. Uh, very seriously though. No. I'm, oh yeah. I'm going in. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, we've not really spoken about the, the... I mean, what else is there to say on, on the two goals? They were very soft. Cameron Jerome, just so much space. And it, and even the shot they were allowed to have from, from the edge of the area there yeah, was Burgess pure. saved. Burgess made, like, the first goal, Burgess made a couple of decent saves, to be fair. Um, and he's just been let down, I think. Yes, and is that maybe a... Uh, not a problem because obviously Tom Flanagan gets injured in the warm up. Jordan Willis gets thrown in. That's your mentality. Do you know what I mean for, for Jordan Willis? If he's maybe carrying a bit of a knock on his knee and he's not expecting to start, and then quickly you've got to sort of recalibrate almost to being in the starting eleven. And again, it, it, it took him a while to sort of warm into the game as well. It, that yeah. was kind of all uh, in various areas of the pitch. It was a bit of a story of our performance defensively, wasn't it? Yeah, I, to be honest, though, I have an issue with that. Generally, I, I feel that I un, I understand that mentality. Fair enough, but if you're not playing, if you're not playing the game, you know, if you're not in that frame of mind, I get that. But like the injury thing, sort of. Well, he could have to come on after four minutes, so he might yeah, have true. to play. So if he's not, if he's not fit. Don't have, he shouldn't be play, he shouldn't be on the bench then. Or then why not start Sanderson instead? Yeah, like oh yeah, like that's I don't I I do have a problem with. Well, he's fit enough to be on the bench. Yeah, fine if you're a striker and we can get ten minutes out here. 
But no, centre half, like the only like, and then to be the first option to come in, I don't. Yeah. I just think it's a bit odd. Really, I've never yeah. understood that. I agree. Um, and, and defensively, we did, especially in the first half, look a bit all over. A bit more solid in the in the second half. There was, you know, we were restricting opportunities. They had the one to put over the bar where Vaughan's actually was ball watching for that. That yes, was, was that was poor actually. Um, just to touch on him again, but. Attacking wise has left us feel I'm not as frustrated or as annoyed or even as oddly worried, even though we've actually fell out of the top six today, whereas last week we went into the top six, which kinda was because of yeah, the game it's getting called off. That, that we're, yeah, I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, and you know, Hull Hull lost to Burton. Hull lost one nil. Portsmouth only yeah, and Portsmouth only getting a point um, against Plymouth, where they were two nil down as well. Charlton are the ones who who've leapfrogged us. They won two nil. Um, I can't remember who they were playing. They beat actually. Rochdale away. Um, right. Okay. Doncaster beat Oxford. Um, Which again, that's not terrible because Oxford have been in good form and are yeah. perhaps so making a surge. So Ipswich it won. just it just shows though, doesn't it, Matt? I said this on the pod on Thursday. You know, you look at Portsmouth failing to win, you look at Hull, like Hull losing to Burton, who are bottom of the league, by the way. Yeah. Like, just keep a bit of consistency and you will, you know, it's why I'm not worried about us finishing inside the top six. Although Charlton have leapfrogged us and are two points better off, we do have two games in hand. I know that doesn't mean anything. I know we've been in that position before. But even even Hull, you know, we've got the game in hand on them and they've yeah. um, they've got beat today. So I think that finished, um, did that finish 1-0, sorry, the whole game? I've, I've only, yes. Yeah, yeah, Burton won one yeah. pre- I just presumed that, actually. Yeah, so, scored later on. You know, there's, there's enough to keep us in touch then if... We can attack like that, and you—it's very basic errors well, that we did today. So, in theory, they're a bit more easy, hopefully, anyway, to eradicate from the team. Yeah, I mean, just t- like just touching on the the leagues, so we're, like, we're, we're ten points behind Lincoln. Um, we've played the same amount of games as Lincoln, um, but we're seven points behind Hull, and we do have a game in hand. Doncaster are the team, really. Doncaster are a third now. With forty-eight points, and they've got yeah. two games in two. They've got three games in hand on Hull, and they're level on points with them. Mm-hmm. They've won the last five. Um, so, I really, I mean, it goes down to so Oxford are eleventh, and they're on thirty-seven. Yeah. So it's fourteen points separating them and Lincoln at the top. But I mean. Are Lincoln going to do it? It's all to play for. It is all to play it for. It is. Is someone going to take it? But like, I don't ask they're going to be the team like the Luton who win these games in hand and, and suddenly they're 10 points clear and they're up yeah. and away with it. Um, but there's definitely, I mean, this season, obviously, I've written it off. Um, <laughs> You're sticking to that, though. I'm sticking yeah, to that, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, for everyone else who hasn't written it off, there's, an, there's maybe, a, maybe a glimmer of hope. There is, there is, and uh, I, I'm not as I'm not as despondent as I well, was. We've got two this games in hand on Charlton. Yeah, uh, exactly, two exactly. Points, and two points above us. Let's just hope that you know we we did show more today that we we did look good going forward. There was some good performances. We've got players coming back to full fitness. Yes, we were poor in that first half. There's no denying that there were mistakes there that need to be ironed out, but. I, there's, there's some glimmers there. There's, there's something to hold on to today. And, and, you know, I'm actually coming away from this thinking we should have won that game. We had the chances to win it. Whereas last week, you know, most people were saying Gillingham should have won that. And mm. they were worth the point. Whereas today, 
we should have won that. And that isn't good enough. I'm not saying that is good enough, but it shows that maybe we are tracking upwards at least. The point's being made that under Parkinson, we started terribly. Whereas under Johnson, yes, we haven't played brilliantly at times, but we are, we have still got results. We, whereas we didn't do that when Parkinson started. So hopefully, there's some gears to go. There's still some gears to go through there. That there's some gears to go up. Like and maybe maybe the way we showed going forward today was the start of that. Have I lost my mind, Matthew? Why am I being too positive here? Well, we've all lost our minds. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. Someone's got to be because I've written the season off. So, um. <laughs> well, I think we're going to win the league. Matthew's written the season off. Gareth and Stephen will be back on Monday, hopefully to provide some balance. I'm there. writing them pre- two off and all. They're both, oh, they're yeah. they're written off. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Stephen not even on the piece. Stephen was like you. He wasn't even on the pod on on Monday. Me I and know, Gareth didn't, know, didn't know what to do. We'd lost our uh, our co-presenters, our broadcast partners. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Steve, me and Stephen secret negotiations about. Uh, a break oh, no, you, you, yeah, you're not going to another channel. I have heard rumours about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> stay tuned for more on that one, I'm sure. Um, but yes, uh, they'll be back on Monday. Me and Matt will be back on Thursday as well. But as ever, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.